The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until Eagles or Giants lose their next game. Hello and welcome to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee, and we are doing something a little bit different today. This is actually my first podcast of the regular season. Just getting back into it. Thought it might be fun to have a couple of guests on with me today to preview Tuesday night's games. We recorded this on Monday night, so we don't have all the uh, most current information but did a fun preview of uh, the early games with Georgia Brooks. She is a uh, contributor to SGPN, uh, has a basketball podcast podcast called Bounce That. I think it's on hiatus right now because she is a new mom, but uh, definitely check out Georgia Brooks. And then the late games, I talk with my coworker at the Action Network, Barbara Alberts. She's a producer at the Action Network, huge Warriors fan. Uh, we talk Suns Warriors as well as the Clippers Thunder game. And please make sure to check out our YouTube channel, NBA Gambling Podcast. We just started it. We stream these videos live now as we're recording it. So if you like watching that thing instead of listening to it, you can see what I look like in real life. Not that you care. But uh, yeah, check out the, the NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube page. Get into it. It's the NBA season. Let's go. Let's make some money. And I am joined by my good friend, my the person I share NBA League Pass with, actually. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't announce that to the world. Is that illegal? Mm-hmm. Will the NBA find us out if we're, uh, I mean, whatever. We're, we're rebels. Georgia Brooks, how are you doing? <laughs> I forgot that we're videoing this. So I'm just over here trying to like catch a fly. <laughs> There's like <laughs> a bug flying around my head. Um, I do know that the commissioner listens to this podcast, so we Uh-oh. might be in trouble on the league pass situation. Lots of yeah, are. we are going to be previewing uh, tomorrow night's games, October 25th. We're going to be previewing the Pistons versus the Wizards, and we're going to preview the uh Mavericks versus the Pelicans. Uh, took me a second to scroll down. I forgot for a second. Had a brain fart. I do know these teams. I've been watching. We've only they've only been three games each though, so we don't really know these teams. We don't have a lot of trends to pull from. But this is what's fun about the early season, right? We're just going to kind of go with our knee jerk, see, you know, go with what we've seen on tape, and um, go from there. Yeah. Has Dallas even played three games? No, they've only played two games, actually. See? I love a bold so prediction off two games. Yeah, absolutely. We don't even know the line for that game yet, which we'll get to. Let's start with the Detroit Pistons at the Washington Wizards. Seeing a line right now at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. A line of Washington minus five. At some books, I'm seeing it minus five and a half. Um, this Wizards team actually looks better early on than I expected. I just always expect for the last 
you know, five, six years. I expect the Wizards to be bad. Um, and yet they took a Cleveland team that I think is actually really talented into OT. Uh, Bradley Beer had 27 points. They ended up still losing by 10 in overtime. They only scored 107 points, including overtime, which is crazy that only Bradley Beer, Beal, sorry, and Kristaps uh, Pazingas can score on that team, really. Uh, but they do have a, a more talented team than I originally thought. But minus five, that's a lot of points to give up to a Sparky Pistons team. See what I did there, Sparky Piston? Uh, engine. Hey. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I mean, and... you had to tell me, but yeah, I see it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Pistons. They got killed by the Knicks. They got beat by a bad Pacers team. They're not getting it together yet. I do like the Wizards early on in this, but tell me what you've seen from these two teams. Well, Washington is starting strong, as you said. I mean, it's funny that you said, like, I never expect them to. Remember last season, they also started so strong and everyone was like, this year's going to be crazy for them. So, you know, I'm not holding my breath. Um, Also, I think it was in their last game. Yes, they got they went to overtime against. You're right. Again, I'm really impressed with the Cavs. I know we're not going to talk about them necessarily. So it is impressive that they went to overtime. But like, it felt like. If I'm wrong, if unless I'm wrong, like they just couldn't hit any free throws in the end, like down the stretch yeah. and not just, like in the clutch, you need your best players to be hitting those. So we'll see. I do think that they will win on Tuesday's game at home yeah. against honestly what's looking like a non-confident Detroit team. Like you say they're sparky, but I don't know if their spark is shining that bright yet this season. They seem to like not believe in themselves the way that they believe in, in themselves as much as we believe in them. And that's not a lot. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I feel like Cade Cunningham is a a confident player, um, but he seems like nothing around him is really working around him except for maybe Bogdanovich. Like Bogdanovich came from Utah. Now he is playing on this Detroit team. Um, there's a lot of like young talent, but unrealized talent yet outside of maybe Cade Cunningham. We've got Jaden Ivey as the, the rookie. We haven't seen much from him yet. Isaiah Stewart. Could this be his breakout year? Pistons are one and two so far. Um, they are one and two against the spread. Uh, oh, and two in road games against the spread. So already this is just not, even though we don't have a lot of data to pull from, not looking great. I will say that the totals of the Pistons' last three games have gone over. So they've got so while Wizards aren't necessarily scoring a much, the Pistons are putting up points even though they're not winning. So a total of two twenty three, that might be a, a nice over to bet if 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 you're wanting to bet the over tomorrow night. Yeah. Okay. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think the over for tomorrow night is what you're saying because two twenty three, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm doing the, the math over, in my head. The over of the uh, on the last three Pistons games has hit. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now the the Wizards haven't been scoring a lot of points. I mean, like I said, they only scored 107 last game. They and that was including overtime. They scored 102 against the Bulls and 114 against the bad Pacers team. Right. Um, so they're not putting up a lot of points. However, the Pistons aren't doing much on defense either. 
They are letting, you know, they let the Pacers score 124. They let the Knicks score 130. So they're like people are just running through them as far as that goes. So there's no defense there. I think that Bradley Beal could put up some points. I'm, if I had to do a best bet right now, it's going to be over 223. Yeah, no, that all makes sense to me. And I'm sorry I made you break it down. So, <laughs> like, no, no, no. It's... Hey, listen, some of your listeners are as dumb as me. And I think it's important that you speak to them as well. Dumb people deserve I... <laughs> to bet, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, dumb people make the best betters, which is why <laughs> I'm such a great better. Yeah, uh, bold, bold betters. What do you see? I mean, we, we were talking a little bit before the podcast. These aren't our. He's on our favorite two teams to watch yet this season. Um, yeah, but when you were research, <laughs> when you were researching it, when you were watching some clips, what what did you find out about these two teams? Okay, well, when I um when I'm talking about teams that I don't watch or know like the nuance of, like other teams, you know, when I'm talking about any teams that aren't the Toronto Raptors, basically, what I like to do is listen to um like watch clips look at the stats, but then listen to the podcasts of their fan base. Mm -hmm. And one thing I took away is that like Detroit fans are not feeling good right now, but wizard fans are like, even though they lost in that last game, they were like feeling really great about what they could take away from that loss. And I always think that that speaks a lot because fans like are harsh and yeah. they especially when they're talking to their own fan base. Now, like if I'm talking to another Raptor fan, I'm going to be real. If I'm talking to like a Sixers fan, I'm going to be like, no, <laughs> you guys suck. We're actually phenomenal and we have yeah, no problems. So yeah. um, did that answer your question at all? I guess how I'm feeling is like, I feel they're both coming off a loss, both teams. And I think the Wizards are coming off of a more heartbreaking loss. And I think that they're also feeling good about themselves and i think that they're going to now are they going to win by five i think they are yeah yeah i just have no like you said i have no confidence in this business teams they're not playing defense uh i think bradley beal should score a lot of points you feel good about uh i don't have any player props in front of me right now because it's early but bradley bill over you know points look at that maybe over on he's been uh facilitating more he's been getting more assists and now we're going to take a quick break and be right back with more gambling action. Thinking of joining WinBet? Bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet oddswise gets a $1,000 free bet. WinBet truly. Hashtag DGENs only. Plus, use WinBet's Build Your Own Bet to build some amazing same game parlays. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And Sports Gambling Podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either ace, autograph Lawrence Taylor or autograph Brian Dawkins jersey contest is completely free to enter so subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gaming podcast comment on a video each video is a new chance to enter turn on your notifications so you don't miss a sgpn contacting you when it's time to pull the winner so make sure to go to sports gaming podcast.com on youtube 
and subscribe, comment on a video. <laughs> Moving on to the Dallas Mavericks at the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, we don't have a line on this one. We don't have a total because we currently don't know if Zion Williamson is going to play. He's listed as day-to-day. Also, Herb Jones is listed as day-to-day. Zion with a hip injury. Herb Jones with a knee injury. Brandon Ingram already ruled out within a concussion protocol, and which is, which is a bummer because this – Pelicans team early on, very exciting to watch. Zion looks great. Still a little too heavy probably, but playing great until this uh, hip injury. Uh, it's just such a bummer because we would want to see a healthy, full-strength New Orleans team go up against Luka and the Mavericks. What have you been seeing from these teams? Well, I'm like obsessed with the Pelicans. Uh, I yeah. think I think most of the NBA is right now. NBA fans. I even though they're banged up. I mean, Ingram has been amazing. And so obviously like a concussion, which it sounds like is what he has is, mm-hmm. is nothing to joke around about. Um, so he won't be playing. But my prediction is that Zion is going to play. I don't have I'm not a doctor. I don't have the inside scoop. Yeah. But he was like. I think he like refused to when it first happened, he either like he refused to go to the back or something like he seemed fine. Um, It just looked I think it looked worse than it was. And Zion's also like incredibly breakable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I right, they're going to want to be overly cautious with him. Yeah. But they lost their home opener. So I think Zion's going to play. This is another home game for them. So I think they're going considering they had such a fun start. And they're really feeling themselves. And McCollum is like such a great fit on the team. I think they're going to win this game. Now, again, we don't know what the line is. And it might be. I doubt it will be big. Like, what do you think it's going to be? Because Dallas has been pretty good, too. Well, it really depends if Zion is going to play or not. I would imagine it should I mean, be great. If he, he plays... wasn't even that great in the like, he's been good. But in the last game when he he it wasn't like he. I guess it still matters though, because he didn't score a lot, but that's because like the team was really the other team was really focused on him. Mm-hmm. The last game they played, and I should definitely not be asking you this, but that was the Jazz game, right? Yes. Yeah, and they that's lost the, an overtime. That's the game he went out on. Yeah, and he ended up, but he ended up still playing thirty minutes and had twenty five points, so he had a good line. Um, yeah, you might be thinking of the Hornets game and he didn't look quite as good. He had 16 right. points in 31 minutes. So I think maybe the- I just started talking and then realized I didn't know. I was not talking about the thing I meant to be talking. You know, sometimes that happens. Especially <laughs> that happens to me all the time. A new you? mother. Not I can. I My kid's still under a year, so I can like use that excuse for a bit more. I would use it for the next five years if I were you. Right. I do honestly just start talking a lot. As if I know what I'm talking about and then realize I don't. But, um, right. I was just forgetting which game just happened because that's, um, like Kelly Olinick like won that game for the yeah. Jazz, which was, yeah. as a Canadian, Crazy. I love to see it. So Zion went out in that game. Ingram wasn't the, also the same thing. He went out early, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to remember what. Yeah. And then they still, I still thought the Pelicans were great. And then they found like a small ball lineup worth Alvarado, who I just couldn't love more. I mm-hmm. think that um, 
So what I'm trying to long-windedly say is I believe that the Pelicans are going to take this game. I think they're going to have a comeback game. I don't think it's going to matter if Zion plays or not. I still think really? they're going to win. Yeah. And I know that Dallas has had – well, they – I mean, they lost to your sons the other night, but that's a – yeah, but it was a close one. I mean, they led most of that game, and that was uh, a real nail biter. But and then they I don't know. I mean, the Grizzlies the other night by like a buttload. Yeah, Luca looks really good. He's scoring. He scored over thirty points in the last two games. And he him and Christian had, are cute together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He had four three pointers in the last game. He had ten assists. I mean. He's putting up already. I mean, you know, he's a favorite for MVP early two games in putting up MVP numbers. The one I would be even more curious about than Zion playing is Herb Jones, because if Herb doesn't play, who is going to guard Luca? That's I mean, a really good question. I mean, they could put Jose Alvarado on him and Jose Alvarado is great against a Chris Paul, like a short Chris Paul, but like a, tall ass tough ball handler like luca i don't see jose doing much okay fair but (laughs) okay i want you to know take this with a grain of salt because i have a big bias against luca he's a little baby (laughs) and of course yeah jose alvarado is gonna drive that man to the brink of like i if Jose is on Luca, I would bet that there will be a jersey rip during. Like, I think Luca might rip his own jersey. That's a bet I would take. You know what I mean? Like, Luca yeah. might get so frustrated with the pesky annoyingness that is Jose Alvarado that it might just work. <laughs> you know, that's a good call. I mean, he will pick him up like full court and stuff and be playing like it's the playoffs, despite it only being uh, their fourth game. Yes. Uh, the Bavic's third game. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be really curious to see because I guess I could put Trey Murphy on him as well. If Trey Murphy ends up starting for Herb Jones, I imagine that Devontae Graham is going to be starting for Ingram. But if you're looking at player props, I would, if Herb Jones is out, I would hit Lucas over numbers just because despite yeah Jose probably, you know, annoying him, I still think he's going to have plenty of time without Jose on him to put up numbers. And, and I, I think sometimes when I really like a player who's like a pesky defender, like Jose, I forget that he's not like exceptional, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's a reason he wasn't drafted and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's a great story. He's a great story, but yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I really get wrapped up in a great story and I forget like, you know, that a player isn't, another player yeah so for this game we don't have a line yet you like the pelicans even if zion doesn't play yeah but you're right Um, about herb jones i kind of didn't think of that i just really do think that the pelicans are going to take this because i think they're really confident and i i really i think they're confident and they have to they didn't win their home opener now they got to win this i get it so i think i repeated myself like seven times no, no, no. It's good. It's good. I am liking Luca as uh, props, especially if Herb Jones is out. I also like uh, CJ McCollum scoring props since he'll have to do the bulk of the scoring if both Zion and Ingram are going to be out. I don't know who else is going to score. I guess Jonas. 
I for, do you I always forget Jonas is on the team even though I watch the Pelicans <laughs> I don't I think it's because he gets overshadowed by the talk of other players but like yeah I, he was a big I, deal for your Raptors for a while exactly that's why I just got excited in my own chair when I was like of course I'm gonna see him play again um yeah another another player I believe in man I just think I know that this show is more about individual games and what's who's going to win what, but like you're with me, right? The Pelicans are phenomenal and they're going to be great if Zion can stay healthy. <laughs> I, I, the Pelicans are phenomenal. If they can say, if Zion can stay healthy, which is a big if, uh-huh. I really like them um, for the season to make, do some damage, get to the playoffs. However, my preseason prediction, I thought that the Mavericks are going to win their division. I think that they're really good. I think Christian Wood, Wood and Luca play really well together. I like Javier McGee on that team. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and early pick the Mavericks in this game. You are, not, eh? not knowing who is actually going to play for the Pelicans. And I'm leaning towards the Wizards, minus the points. And my best bet is going to be the over 223 for that Wizards-Detroit game. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll I'll bet that too then. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. do get most of my betting information from you. So, well, there you go. That's why uh, neither of us are rich yet. Uh, Touche. <laughs> well, Georgia Brooks, where can people find you online? Oh, um, I'm all over the place at Georgia Brooks. It's at Georgia Brooks. You know, it, I was going to spell it and then I thought that was stupid, but. You can find me at Georgia Brooks on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok. I'm We the Georgia. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Mixing yeah. I, I got it from, you know, We the North, which is really pathetic. <laughs> and we're going to take another quick break and be right back. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platforms available today. Play Pick'em contest versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet up to five player prop over-unders on individual players, matchups across every major sport league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fanny sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but it's also where you play. You don't want to miss out on this, baby. And now I am joined with my uh, co-worker, maybe former co-worker soon. We'll see. Give it up for Barbara Alberts. How's it going, Barb? It's going good. How are you? Oh, just killing it? (laughs) Just a a great Monday night for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're going to be previewing the Clippers Thunder and my sons versus your Warriors. It's going to be very exciting. Um, But we're going to start with the Clippers OKC. And we already have so many players out we don't have a line for this we don't have a total uh paul george has already been ruled out with a non-covid illness 
uh, meaning that like Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard should be getting more playing time. If you're looking uh, to, to fill in some fantasy basketball players or maybe <laughs> look at some props. Uh, also, Shy, uh, Shay, sorry, Shay Gildas Alexander is out as well as Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams. So on top of that, Kawhi Leonard has been logging just 21 minutes. He's already on, uh, you know, limited minute playing minutes. Who's playing in this game? What do we even do with all this information, Barb? It's a great question. I think it's going to be a little bit of an ugly game on both sides. I know the Thunder are still looking for their first win of the season, um, and the Clippers are coming off quite a big loss to your Suns. Uh, yeah, so I mean, honestly, the Suns yeah. led the entire game. It was a pretty convincing win, I gotta say. Yeah, you're gonna put that feather in your cap. It was a pretty good win. Um, yeah, I mean, we lost to Portland, so I'm not, I'm not that you know, <laughs> stoked on the Suns necessarily, but yeah, they, they did uh, put the Clippers away easily. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's tough. I honestly would probably just still look at the Clippers uh, on the money line if there is uh, when those lines come out. Um, I just think the, I mean, the Thunder also they have so many people out. I just think it's going to be a pretty tough one for them to kind of get that first one of the season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't. I guess Trey Mann is going to be the starting point guard. And not, not bad. <laughs> you've got Lou Dort and and, and Poku. Um, I don't know who's going to be scoring many points. I don't know what the the line is going to be on this, but it, I'd probably take the Thunder team under whatever it is. Um, you have written in here that the Clippers are tied for fifth in defense in the NBA so far over just a couple of games, but. Um, yeah, OKC only averaging 110 points so far. Yeah, no, I think it's, I mean, that's that was with you know some of these players. Now they're 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 losing some scoring power. Now um, it is interesting. I mean, the, the Thunder are two and one against the spread uh, so far this season. Three games, small sample size, but it might maybe something to kind of keep an eye out um, once these lines come out. But I think it's just generally speaking, not going to be a great looking. <laughs> Not a great NBA game. Yeah. Overall, what are you seeing from the Clippers so far? Are we are we liking them? I mean, they were one of the highest uh, win totals coming into the season. 52 mm-hmm. and a half, 53 and a half, depending on what book you've got it at, right up there with my sons and your warriors. Uh, in the When we did the preview before the season, we talked mm-hmm. about fading them. Um, I'm liking the looks of it so far, if they're going to already have uh, Kawhi on the minutes restriction. Yeah, no, I think the Clippers are, I mean, I think they're starting off behind, further behind than I think most people somewhat anticipated. Um, you know, just given the last, their last game, I think there are still questions about who their starting point guard's going to be. Like, I know yeah. Reggie Jackson started, I don't think he scored, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he scored necessarily in that last game. Um, and then John Wall came in to kind of take over in that position in the third. So I think they still have some things to figure out on that end. Um, and yeah, he played, uh, I'm sorry, Reggie yeah. Jackson played 24 minutes, zero points, two <laughs> assists, uh, two rebounds. So Look at that. Quite a stellar, quite a yeah. stellar game for him. But I mean, you know, he's had those throughout his career. He's a pretty inconsistent player. Mm-hmm. John Wall came in and played 21 minutes, had 17 points. He looked pretty good. I, um, 
that's surprising. Like, I didn't feel like I remembered that much of it. I watched that entire game, and he scored 17 points. That is kind of surprising, but I guess he, uh, I guess he might be back. Perhaps. Um, but I, I still think it'll be interesting. You know, Kawhi, like we mentioned, is kind of on a minutes restriction, so we haven't seen what he, what the team looks like when you have him fully in there, um, playing at 100%. So I think. I mean, again, like early season and early, early, early in the season, three games in, I, you don't really want to speak in like absolutes, but I think this is, they're not looking as hot as I think people anticipated them to be looking right now. Yeah. How, what do you think this line is going to be with all, with, with like Thunder out, Thunder's best players out, uh, PG-13 out, but Kawhi maybe play a few more minutes. I mean, this could be one of the highest lines we've seen so far early in the year, even with PG-13 out. Are you thinking like a double-digit line? No. No. Okay. I, mean... I, I, mean... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mm, Probably see it at like nine and a half. I mean, yeah, it's going to look like a football uh, yeah. spread there for sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with this. There's no lines out for it. Well, most people are injured. Um, so early on, I would just say maybe Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard props since, uh, PG 13 is going to be out outside of that. I don't know. Poku props. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what everyone lives for, right? Yeah. That's what we've been looking for. All right. Let's move on to the real reason we were here. Uh-huh. Golden State Warriors at my Phoenix Suns. We've got a total of 226. Suns right now are favored by three. I'm seeing the early money coming in on the Suns, uh, and the early public money is on the over, and the sharp money is on the under. You have uh, put together a ton of notes for this game, so thank you for that. <laughs> Love the preparation. Um, uh, I guess, how are you feeling so far about your Warriors, and uh, how you feel about this game? To be perfectly honest with you, I think the Warriors are in a tough spot. This is their first road game of the season. They're coming off of a win against the Kings. Um, but that fourth quarter was ugly. It was 17 points. Their their second, their second unit, honestly, has had some trouble. Um, mm-hmm. kind of trying to find that consistency in the first couple games. So I think this is this is looking like it's gonna be the biggest challenge that the Warriors have had so far this season. I mean, it's not saying much because they've played the Lakers and the Kings and the Nuggets, which will skirt past that loss, but I think that the Suns right now are probably going to be the biggest challenge and honestly the biggest test to see how they're going to respond um, to a, a probably a stronger team that they've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would, well, I would say that the Suns have been a little bit in um, not complete disarray, but <laughs> haven't looked very consistent early on, which is to be somewhat expected with kind of the DeAndre Ayton drama, the Jay Crowder not being with the team. Um, but I got to say, they looked great last night against um, the Clippers and Devin Booker, especially 35 points. Uh, it just looks like he's getting ready to, you know, be in the conversation for mm-hmm. MVP. Um, you know, one of the lower end conversation players, <laughs> but still he'll be there, Top of um, mind, which is I'm excited about. I'm excited about it. I'm hoping. Uh, but I guess how are we feeling about the the matchups? Because I the Warriors have been going big though. they've been playing uh the bigs more which you know is definitely going to be trouble for Aiton uh I don't know how you how you feeling about the the early uh lineups 
I think it has a lot of potential. Um, I think right now it hurts is the fact that you have Clay Thompson, but especially on the defensive end, Draymond Green, both of them looking at some minutes restrictions. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Kevon Looney and I think and Draymond both kind of got into some foul trouble early against the Nuggets, which I is, you know, I think part of the reason why they lost because, um, you know, Steve Kerr had to go into his bench and, you know, Kaminga's getting minutes, James Wiseman getting minutes, but they're young and they're still trying to figure out how to play. I got to say, like, Wiseman, from what I've seen, looks pretty good. I know he's so raw, but... No, I'm not, I'm not saying he's, like, doing terribly. I'm just saying that I think there's still... You know, James Wiseman's looking good, but when you have that unit around him that still kind of needs to to figure it out as well, I think that that's part of why we're seeing a little bit of a, a dip when you come from the starters to that bench. And I know that depth was something that everyone was talking about the Warriors having, um, at, you know, preseason. I think it's still there. I think the potential is there. I just still think that they have to, and they still are figuring things out uh, yeah. just in terms of rotations, lineups, things like that. So... I think this game will be as close as the Warriors bench allows it to be. Um, so we'll see. Um, okay. All right. So wait, you're saying I, I'm seeing on your notes here early, but you like the under yes. for the 226. So you're going with the sharps here. Yes. But in my defense, not even in my defense, just to support what I was saying, I didn't even realize that the sharp money was on there. I made that sort of like under call. And then I saw that the sharp money was on it. I'm like, Oh, look, all right doing yeah. well um but no i i think the it what it kind of comes down to is the warriors are the second highest producing offense in the league right now um i think averaging 125 points per game roughly mm -hmm. um but the sun's defense top five defense they're holding opponents like 104 points per game and it's gonna be the toughest defense that the warriors have seen so far um it's just like it's a tough situational spot because they are coming. It is their first road game. They do have a lot of young players who are still trying to figure it out on the, the bench. So, you know, I mean, you have Steph putting up the points. Uh, Andrew Wiggins looking really good. But once they, you know, in those minutes that they're not playing, I, it, who are they going to see um, score for them? I'm not entirely sure. Um, yeah, what's wrong with uh, did Draymond break Jordan Poole when he punched him or something like that? Because he's only. He was like such a good scorer, and now he seems to be just focusing on facilitating. He's barely putting up any shots. Well, I think you have to look at the fact, too, he's getting guarded a little bit heavier than he was last year. People, I mean, people saw the pool party. They're throwing some lifeguards at him. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think that's uh, not necessarily, I think you'll have to figure out how to work being close, more closely defended. Um, and also another reason I kind of wanted to look at the under a little bit is I don't think any of the Suns games this year have gone over 225, yeah. even against Portland in, in overtime, they still couldn't, I think they ended at 224. Right. Um, so that's another reason I was like kind of leaning toward that under as well so the Suns are having some, uh, they, the, their games, I think are three and out to the under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the, their defenses looked really good, uh, despite them having some, maybe some early issues with, uh, excuse me, the Mavericks, um, but they were able to rally on that one. And then I don't know what happened with uh, Portland, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it was a close game. The defense does look good. I think they're still kind of working stuff out, but yeah, they're still dealing with uh, some rotation changes as well. Um, so I like the Suns here. Are you going to go with the Suns as well? 
Suns at home. Suns at home. Three. Minus three. Did I think. Get against the Clippers. I think the Warriors can. I. I don't want to say I'm out like a hundred percent against Warriors. I think that minus three or a, a three point spread. I think they can cover that. Um, yeah. It's going to be tough, and I think it's yeah. like I said, it's going to be the biggest challenge that they've seen. Um, but I think the Warriors have also played against this team. I mean, the, the Suns aren't bringing in too much new talent compared to what they were playing with last year. So I think that mm. this is a familiar matchup in that respect for the Warriors. Um, I don't know if I'm quite ready to be fading the Warriors yet, but um, I will say I don't know who's going to score. So I'll, I'll take the yeah. end on that one. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, Phoenix not been scoring great yet but uh you're right like uh I'm, I'm gonna go with the under and i'll go ahead and take the suns you can take your warriors plus the points uh which yeah would be great uh i think it'll be a really good matchup game maybe the game of the week i think so i mean obviously for a lot of reasons number one being that i love the warriors yeah yeah. Anything else for this game, or should we go ahead and uh, bounce? I think we've covered everything I want to say, except uh, should we get a side bet going on this? Yeah. What yeah. do you want to bet? I mean, like uh, pick up short. the next tab for whenever we're at a happy hour. Okay. You know, we don't live in the same city. So I it might see, be that's why it's an easy bet for me to make. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll pick that up. All right. But you've seen me drink, so you know I can uh, bring oh, up the top. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Barbara, for hanging out. Uh, where can people find you online? I am on Twitter at Barbara E. Alberts. And I also work with a great crew of people at Action Network on our production team, producing live shows every day. Um, on the Action Network app, as well as our YouTube channel and our Twitter feed. So you're not going to see me on there, but you will see some of the work that we are producing um, on those on those uh, pages. That's right. Barbara is a fire producer. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to...